Welcome back, you nasty sluts. You are listening to the Slutpreneur Podcast, where we glorify sluts who make money. Today's sponsor is brought to you by Balian Book Club. Are you an undercover bookworm? Join our book club because it's 100% free and it's perfect for those looking to get inspired, who want to read about self-help, sex education, or aliens, all sorts of fun stuff. There's a really long reading list, so you can start from the beginning and catch up, or you can stay up to date with the current book. There's a Facebook group where all of the Baileyans can connect and talk about the book and leave their comments and other suggestions. You can go to baileyanbookclub.com. That's B-A-E-L-I-E-N bookclub.com to join. Again, it's free and it's fun. I myself have read every book on the list. I highly recommend it because a lot of those books have pushed me out of my boundaries into spaces that I never knew I could succeed. And all I want is for you to succeed as well. So check out Bailey and Book Club. Become part of the Bailey and gang and join the family of love, positivity, education. It's it's all good stuff. Now let's get right into the show. In the last few episodes, we interviewed some amazing women who are so sex positive and bringing light to a lot of issues that people are a little scared to talk about. Uh, some would call them taboo. But I have been getting some requests to get back into the business side of things to help motivate you, inspire you in your future endeavors. I received a postcard in the mail the other day with an interesting quote on it. It said, hustle beats talent when talent doesn't hustle. And this hit me very hard because I do know a lot of talented people who want to start a business or a brand and grow in that way of their life, but they lack the hustle. So maybe you're talented at something, but your hustle makes up much more for it. You know, maybe you have more ambition than you have talent. And in this day and age, I firmly believe that the hustlers are the ones that are standing apart from the talented artist. And I know myself being a hustler and a talented artist, it is forever a battle. You're feeling like your body's being pulled from arm to arm trying to get your work out there, but also trying to create the work. And is it going to be good enough? Are people going to buy it? Am I marketing enough? You know, a million things run through your head when you're getting your your brand, your whatever it might be off of the ground. So today's podcast, I just wanted to rant a little bit about some thoughts and how to help you and inspire you to get your shit together. (laughs) Because I wish I had someone throwing little ideas in my ear as I was struggling at the foundation of my business. So what I wanted to get into was the day-to-day routine of your life. Even if your project isn't succeeding as much as you'd like it to right now, there might be a few reasons why it's not, and a lot of it boils down to time management. So let's start, let's let's rewind and go back before your day even starts. Let's talk about how to get up early, because this is going to essentially set the tone for the day you have ahead, the day's work you have. So how to get up early. 
these are a few things that a lot of you won't agree with, but I swear to you, if you just try them, give them a chance, you will totally be surprised with the results. So number one is sleeping in total darkness. There is science that proves when you aren't looking at your blue light on your phone and when all the lights go off in your house that you will sleep better. Your body is preparing to go into that restful sleep. And I'm sure whoever's listening, you have your phone next to you, next to your bed, on your bedside table, and you probably wake up and the first thing you do is grab your phone. So one thing to help you sleep in total darkness is to keep your phone out of your fucking room. <laughs> now, I, I'm i the first to admit that gosh, and I don't even want to, but probably 75% of the week, my phone's next to my bed. And that's my process. It's much more relaxing for me to check emails in the bed than it is to wake up and go to a coffee shop. But if we're trying to get up early and really set the tone for a productive day, keeping your phone out of the room is numero uno. And honestly, let's say you put your phone you know, I don't want to say downstairs, but maybe in the next room and you set an alarm and once it goes off, your ass is going to get up out of bed. If your phone's next to you, you are going to snooze and snooze until an hour has passed. So let's sleep in total darkness, keep those lights low, get the phone out of the room. Let's even try to get off our phone at least an hour before bed. You know, when you're taking in all of this information, your brain is just overworking as it is. So really just get the fucking phone out the room and give your brain some space to relax. Come on. So another reason I am talking about sleeping in darkness is because melatonin is actually produced in your brain when it is dark. And that is something that you need to actually fall into that sleep. You see people taking melatonin pills, but it kind of defeats the purpose if they're on their phone all night in the bed. So your brain can naturally produce melatonin if you're in a dark space. Now, what happens if, and, and please, I'm not a scientist, so if I explain this the wrong way, feel free to come shade me. But if you take melatonin pills to help you fall asleep, the second you stop taking them, your brain is kind of going to forget how to create it on its own. So try your best to not take those supplements and have your body naturally produce them. And let's move on to the next suggestion on to how to get up early. Drinking water. Just drink a nice big glass of water before bed. It's all the good stuff that's going to get into your body and replenish all your cells. Another suggestion whether it's during you're drinking your water or before, is to have a nice stretch. If you just stretch out your body, whether it's yoga, Pilates, or just a quick downward dog next to your bed, your muscles and your body are going to feel more relaxed when you go to sleep. You're not going to be as tense. You're not going to wake up with a crick in your neck. So those go hand in hand, drinking water and stretching. You will have a much restful sleep. And Who's listening can say that they really do this. You know, I, I definitely keep water next to the bed, but I never think about drinking a glass before bed, perhaps a cup of chamomile tea or kava tea. These are two great teas to really help with anxiety, stress, and just relaxation. It warms your body up. And once you start getting this in a routine, your body is going to start naturally getting prepared to fall asleep. 
Moving on, uh, I would suggest sleeping with a warm, cozy blanket, but in a cold temperature. Because when your body drops to a certain temperature faster, it helps it get to sleep. I don't know the exact science behind this, but I do know, let's say it's, um, you know, 72 degrees in your house and you crank it down to 65, you know, I'm a 65 degree type of girl, Uh, but crank down the temperature, get in bed, grab a cozy blanket, and all of a sudden something's happening in your body to prepare it to go into the sleep cycle much faster. And we all know we don't want to lay in bed wasting our time trying to go to sleep. So all these things I'm throwing out there are going to help you just naturally fall asleep faster so you can wake up early faster and get to the shit you got to do. Now to my last point on how to wake up early in essence to help execute your tasks the next day is by scheduling your most important plans for the morning. Now, what I recommend is getting a sticky note because you don't want to overwhelm yourself with the long lists of tasks that you have to do. A sticky note is just enough space and realistically how much you really can get done the next day. So by writing it out, it gets out of your brain. Then you're not laying in bed thinking and stressing about what you have to do tomorrow and hoping you remember to do everything. When you write it all down and you manifest it, your brain is actually working on it while you sleep and coming up with bigger ideas you can wake up to. So that's super important because, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with this. When When your brain is working so fast all the time in the day, like, give it a break. Write it all down. Get it out of your head and let your brain do its thing while you're sleeping to organize and get you inspired and, and so and so. So make sure you have some sticky notes, whether it's right before bed or a few hours. Just kind of give yourself a little overview of what you need to do the next day and definitely prioritize them in order by the most important. That way, when you wake up, you have already done the groundwork in preparation to have a great, successful day. So I feel like there is a special time frame in which you can get the most amount of work done. So if you are an early bird like myself, if you're waking up between 6am and 8am, there is this amount of time where I feel like so many people are asleep that you can really get great work done without distraction. So utilize your morning if you are a morning person. If you set aside your phone to get this work done, it might be a lot easier with the amount of, with the lack of amount of distractions from the world that you're receiving. Now this applies in the same way as if you are a night owl. There are also, you know, the world is kind of asleep between the hours of midnight and 4 a.m. So Maybe you're someone who likes to sleep in and stay up late, so utilize your time in the night to set those distractions aside to get the great work done. I've realized the the time between, you know, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., everyone's awake, everyone's trying to get in touch with you, so take advantage of whether you wake up early or stay up late to get that great work done. So next, we're going to discuss how to start the day. This is after you've had a restful night of sleep, and we want to have a successful morning. This is what successful people do in the morning with their routine to make sure they are utilizing their time to get shit done. So 
first, we call it uh, the Eating the Frog reference. It's by Mark Twain. I believe there's a wonderful quote. Uh, if your only job if in your day was to eat two frogs, you'd obviously eat the biggest frog first. So back to that note notepad you had or the sticky note of the list. Definitely have the biggest priority at the top because the faster you get it done, the better you're going to feel and the quicker you can get the rest done. Secondly, we want to visualize the day. A quote by Tony Robbins, visualize how you will make your day. Manifest it. You can literally create your reality by thinking about what you want to do, especially going back to that list that you already created. Thirdly, I'd like you to, or let me suggest that you either get your blood flowing by working out, taking a walk, stretching. Again, this gets the blood flowing, the juices flowing. It is proven if you take a walk, it does boost your creativity. So if you're in a rut, you know, (laughs) to be honest, on my phone, I have a reminder set every day at noon that reminds me, am I working on my biggest priority? And do I need to go take a walk to get myself back in the groove of essentially getting the most important things done? Now let's move on to the real work. No emails. (laughs) David Karp says, don't check your email and do real work. Emailing is just procrastinating, okay? We all need to set aside a time to do emails. And there's a lot of things I could really say about this. I have an automatic reply to a few of my email accounts. So when anyone sends me an email, I let them know I received it, but it also says, please allow me two to five business days to get to this because I'm answering emails in the order they are received. So this is something you can do, whether you have AOL, Gmail, Yahoo, just go on Google and figure out how to set an automatic email reply. You probably see it when uh, someone's on vacation that you know, but I honestly think we need to utilize that all the time to let people know that our time is just as valuable, but we will get around to them as soon as we possibly can. So whatever kind of calendar you're using, or if you want to use your reminders on your phone, set aside time, concentrated time on answering those emails because you need to harness and utilize the rest of your time to do the big work, the groundwork that's going to help your business grow. Another great perspective to have when you start your day within your morning routine is a quote by Steve Jobs. In his words, he says, Every morning I ask myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? That puts things into perspective. Just remember to have fun, whether even just drinking your cup of coffee. I like to work on a puzzle while I do that to stimulate my brain or possibly... uh, I'm trying to think, you know, walk my dogs with my coffee, anything you can incorporate that makes you happy and brings you joy, please make that a priority because the last thing you want is the <clears throat> the hobby or your goal of, of work and your profession to turn into something that you hate, you know. Um, yeah, just, just have fucking fun, okay? <laughs> now that we have woken up and our brain is moving around, let's talk about how we can work fast. Time after time, you are on your computer, getting great work done, but your phone is right next to you. It's popping up with notifications. You're blindly scrolling through Instagram, 
All of that needs to stop now. You need to, first of all, either put your phone on airplane mode or get it out of the fucking room. (laughs) The phone is just going to hurt you in in every way possible unless it's something you are utilizing for your business, like social media posts, etc. But set aside a focused time for that. Next is to not stop. If you get stuck for more than 30 seconds on something, move on. Your time is valuable, okay? I think we should all put a price on what our hourly rate of time is. And if you have spent more than a few minutes and you're in a rut and you just can't get whatever you're trying to get accomplished, move on. Write it down, set aside, take a walk, get to it later, Call a friend while you take a, a walk to see if they have any advice or perspective on the the issue you're working on, but don't get stuck. I've been in so many positions where I'm working and three hours goes by and I'm still editing the same two photos because I can't focus. I'm hanging out on Instagram and I am not being conscious of my time. Another suggestion to working fast is by listening to music. Background music helps finish tasks faster, whether it's Beethoven, a little chill hop, jazz, whatever it might be. Usually something without words and nothing too upbeat, but a nice little background is going to help you have a better perspective of time. It might lighten your mood, but it's something to really think about, uh, whether it's Just whatever you do, I prefer to not have it in the headphones because I don't want it to uh, necessarily get in the way of what I'm working on and and all of a sudden become a distraction. I feel sometimes listening to podcasts while I'm working can be a little too much of a distraction. Um, Maybe you're working right now listening to me, but don't turn me off, okay? (laughs) Um, But, you know, sometimes I'm listening to a Joe Rogan and he says some crazy shit and then I want to get on YouTube and look more into it, but it's becoming an obstacle in my workday. So pick and choose your time for podcasts. Just a nice little light background music won't hurt anybody. So let's keep the lights bright when you're working. This is kind of something... It can be a good or bad thing, but everyone will tell you not to work on your computer in the dark. Keep the lights on. I would like to suggest right here when I'm working on a computer for, you know, between five to 10 hours a day, my eyes get incredibly tired and strained. So I like to wear yellow glasses. There's a brand called Gunner Glasses that they make very stylish ones, but you can go as far as um, going on Amazon, typing in computer or gaming glasses. There's some that might be clear and they still block out the blue light, but definitely find the ones that are the darkest shade of yellow because you want to block out as much of that bad light as you can. So as the lights are on in your in your room and they're bright, make sure that you have eye protection on, especially if your job entails looking at a screen. And with that being said, I often forget to blink while I'm looking at the computer. So I discovered uh, Complete Eye Relief Drops. They also make like computer eye drops. And I will put them in as much as needed, which the bottle says. But I've seen a major difference with that when it comes to helping my eyes be able to work as long as I need them to. Uh, there's been times where I've I've left my drops or my glasses at home when I go to a coffee shop to work and I terribly regret it. 
Um, So that's something I highly recommend. So as you sit down to your desk to work, make sure you have a clear desk because when you have a clear desk, you have a clear mind. And this is some advice that I wish I gave myself more because <laughs> if you saw the the way my desk looks right now, I, I would be very ashamed. Um, it's definitely a representation of how uh, crowded my mind is right now. But at the same time, sometimes a messy desk means that you are just doing a whole lot and it's a great opportunity to organize and have a clear desk because this way you're going to focus on what you actually need to be focusing on. So back to going to the emails, let's say you can't check emails twice a week and your job entails that you have to check them every day when you get into the office. Just write short, 140 character emails, um, that's a great, way, a great way to start because otherwise you don't really know what you're saying and no one wants to read a long email and you honestly look more professional when it's just short and sweet. And if there needs to be more information discussed, suggest having the client give you a phone call because you might get the information across a whole lot faster. Just make sure when you answer the phone, you let him know that you have a meeting in the next 10 minutes, so it's got to be quick. That's something you can use on anyone in your life if you're trying to get off the phone as soon as possible. I know this lifestyle can be bittersweet and everyone wants to work for themselves, but it is so much hard work, so much more work than you will ever have to do uh, as opposed to working for someone else. So one thing is to just let go of the past. If this is now your journey and you are set in stone on building a life for yourself, quit thinking about the what ifs or what if I go back to that. That's just wasting your energy and your passion, which could be directly infused to the beautiful project that you have in front of you. Don't let doubt kill you. I mean, fear is actually worse than the worst thing actually happening. Now, let's let go of perfectionism because seriously, you guys, perfect isn't real. And from my experience, my clients, my fans, my following, they they respond and engage more to authenticity. So be honest, there's no need to have such a high standard of perfection. And last week I was doing a photo shoot and I had all these looks planned out. I had models coming over. I was attempting to do three complete looks in three hours at three different locations. I was going to style, do hair and makeup, do the photography, do the videography, do the social media, the Snapchats, all of that. Like, fucking insane. Who the fuck am I? Why do I set this high standard to do it all? And before the shoot, I had to keep telling myself, like, just have fun. The whole point of doing this is to have fun because why do something so creative and work for yourself and get the benefits if it's just going to stress you the fuck out so that you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off? So get perfection out of the way. I find... You know, people, when when I did present myself at a higher standard and was much harder on myself, I just, it just doesn't feel good. And then all of a sudden you have another project coming around and you have to keep up with the level of perfection you're trying to achieve. So throw that shit out the window. And back to uh, the phone thing. You know, it's so hard for me because my income, my my. Businesses, my brands, they rely on me to be engaging and posting 
like 99% of the day. The only time I'm not posting is when I'm sleeping. But in a perfect world, if I was in a different career path, I would be turning off my phone more. I would be living in the present more. And some of you listening probably have taken a social media break before and you probably came back thinking how great it was. But, you know, the addiction kicks in and you have to come back and pretend to people how great you want your life to appear. But, you know, I think our life will pass us by and you don't want, you know, 50% of your life just being looking at your phone. You want to collect memories and the best moments of my life have been when the phone is down in a way. So another suggestion about having a more simpler life as an entrepreneur is to sever unhealthy relationships. I mean, cut those fucking ties. You don't need that shit in your life. Negative people are like moldy fruit. And if a moldy fruit comes around and sits next to you as a fresh fruit, their mold is just going to consume you. And we've all heard we're a mixture of our five best friends. And if three or four of them are super negative or energy draining, most likely that's going to affect you. So be selfish with your time. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to create space and more opportunities to meet people that actually lift you up and meet and discover people that are like mirrors. And when you look at them, it's a reflection of yourself and all of your best qualities are bouncing back between this person and, and you're lifting them up without draining your energy too much. Gosh, I myself have had to just pull back and as even with family I'm just such a giver and such an empath and I've really had to set a reminder on my phone like be selfish self-care because if you really take that initiative to do that you will reap those rewards you will have a healthier mindset you will have a, a healthier physical presence and all of that goodness can go right into the brand or the business you're trying to create. Another suggestion I have is to have an alter ego to deal with complicated things. So (laughs) even when I was a dancer, having that alter ego, I felt like really made my presence even higher because I never took anything personal because I was a different person essentially when I walked through the doors of the club. So create a, a copy of yourself that is a bad bitch and handle that shit like a champ, and the faster you handle it, the faster it's behind you. So another tip is to wear minimalist clothes. I can't remember if it was Steve Jobs or or some CEO, um, maybe Bill Gates, but they only had three pairs of the same pants in their closet and three white shirts. So when they woke up in the morning, they didn't even have to think about what they were wearing. And I know you're thinking I'm crazy because I'm in fashion and I just want to dress like a fucking, the fucking queen that I am every day, which there is no problem with that, but there are days where I need to focus on the task at hand, and typically I will just stay in my pajamas so that I don't even have to think about putting clothes on or wasting my time changing my outfit, but for those of you who don't work from home and have to get to a workspace, either have your outfits planned for the next day or, you know, minimize your closet and... As a woman, I always feel, and and men too, uh, you know, wearing like a jumpsuit or a dress or a one-piece you can slip on and off that's a little more airy and breathable is always the most comfortable thing for me to work with and to wear. I like to pull my hair back so it's not touching my face or sitting on my shoulders. 
Um, I like to have everything I need in my purse so I'm not waking up having to throw things in there in in a stressful rush, but just keep it minimal. You know, and this goes hand in hand with purging some of your belongings. I think the more materialistic things we have, the more they start to control us and consume us. And having less is more. If Like going back to the clear desk. If you have a clear house, you're going to have a clear headspace and more brain power to focus on what you need to focus on. And my last suggestion into simplifying your life as an entrepreneur is to run slowly. You will get there a lot faster. Slow and steady wins the race, guys. I know I mentioned getting your biggest task done at the beginning of the day, but it's also just as important to take your time and do the work right. There's no need to rush. I think in a lot of businesses, you have to be patient because the numbers aren't going to show up for you the next day. They could show up two or three years from now, but just be patient with yourself. Like, God, and (laughs) it's funny because all this advice I'm giving, I should be giving to myself, um, but I I can be so hard on myself and so tough and beat myself up because I see people and things around me doing bigger and better things in my eyes. But, you know, work on what your, your dreams are and they will manifest and come to fruition not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but they will. And I I personally never like to tell anyone what I'm working on because I'd rather show them the finished product. I feel like it kind of jinxes or it's just something when you tell someone what you're about to do because all of a sudden you have all this pressure to actually follow through with it. So by not telling anyone your little secrets and projects, it takes the pressure off and then you can work on them slowly and steadily and get there at the pace that you want. Um, I recently was creating an app for a company and I wanted to put a launch date on it. But the second I thought about it, I got so stressed out because I'm like, oh God, I got to do X, Y, and Z before it's launch date. Otherwise it's, you know, I won't hit the date. So why not just create the app till it's complete And then pick a launch date once you know it's all done and then you have all this energy to promote it better. And that was um, something that I've dealt with recently. But anyways, I hope these entrepreneurial tips will help you in your day-to-day life of being organized and becoming the slutchpreneur that you've always dreamed of. I love you guys. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week. Don't forget, every time you or your friends leave a five-star review on iTunes, a unicorn has an orgasm. I hope that this episode brought you some clarity to how you can organize your schedule more in order to propel and accelerate the growth of your business, big or small. If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know. Follow us on social media at Slutrepreneur. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Come say hi. You can also write in questions, slutty stories, or reach out to be our next sponsor by emailing us at slutrepreneurpodcast at gmail.com. And for those of you who don't know how to spell slutrepreneur, here we go. It is S-L-U-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R podcast at gmail.com. Till I see you next time, I wish all you sluts much success. Bye, guys.